was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Alienation, the Newcomer Podcast. My name's Kenny, and joining me today is my brother and fellow co-host, Michael. Hello, everybody. Today we're discussing episode 9 from season 1 called Three to Tango, and it originally aired on November 13th, 1989. It was directed by Stan Lathan, and the writers were Andrew Schneider and Diane Frovlo. Three to Tango, Ken. Uh, I like the title. <laughs> I wonder if the episode is as good as the title. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, we'll save that until after we start reviewing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just got a little excited when I heard Three to Tango. You know, that can go in so many different ways. That's yes, all. I'm can. sorry. <laughs> oh, man, I've seen this a million times. This guy's in bed with another man's woman. Husband breaks in and blows them both away. That's a human scenario, Matt. You and your nacho culture. Macho culture, George. Macho. We simply don't regard our mates with the same kind of male possessiveness. Oh, what are you guys, hippies from outer space, free love? You always distort and exaggerate. The husband was found unconscious outside. Yeah, he probably KO'd himself for an alibi. You guys can press a nerve and do that, can't you? Because that's Star Trek. The episode summary. Since George and Susan have agreed to have another child, they ask precinct janitor Albert Einstein to serve as their venom. It turns out that it takes two Tectonese males to impregnate a female. The first make, in this case, George provides a seed, while the binom becomes the catalyst which allows the conception to occur. Sykes naturally has a variety of salacious reactions to the concept, but George chooses to ignore him. It soon becomes known that Albert was part of the binom religious sect on the ship, but abandoned it to live as a regular Tectonese. The Order's leader looks upon his serving as catalyst, while outside the Order as sacrilegious and as such. He sets about making sure that Albert does not perform this function, even if it means killing him as this leader has done with others of his kind before. Sykes and Kathy move a bit closer to a true union, as Sykes questions George about newcomer erogenous zones and things that arouse them. The hell is that? Here's a binom. A binom. The third one, Catalyst. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I didn't believe it. A newcomer woman really needs two men to, what, fertilize her egg, yes. The genom, like myself, who provides the sperm and the... Binom, less than 1% of our male population who prepares the channel with a catalyzing emission. Oh, man. We don't like to talk about it because of human prejudice. As you can see, he's anatomically different. Slightly. <laughs> oh, yeah, slightly. The husband was not the murderer. Clearly, he and his wife were trying to have a baby and enlisted the help of this binom. Sex with two guys. Tainting these women really get the party. <laughs> this is mating, to have a child. When a Tintinese woman makes love, it is with one man. What have you said, George? Catalysts perform a ritual based on a biologic need. They're like priests. <laughs> Not like any priest I know. All right, let's talk about the stars. In this episode, we have Terry Trehas, who plays Kathy Frankel. We have Eric Pierpoint as Detective George Francisco. Ron Fazler as Captain Brian Grazer. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs as Sergeant Dobbs. Gary Graham as Detective Matthew Sykes. Michelle Scarabelli as Susan Francisco. Laura Woodland as Emily Francisco. Sean Six as Buck Francisco. And rounding out the cast, Jeff Marcus as Albert Einstein. And our guest cast, Alan Scarf as Drevny. 
Dana Anderson as Mayonnaise. <laughs> Mayonnaise. That's that's cute. awesome. I, I don't like. Think, I don't think we ever. I, I didn't her, even. Her name is May, but they don't get her her last name. She's the. She's uh, a cart girl. Yes. Mayonnaise. That's cute. <laughs> She's the food okay, lady. Okay, that's good. We'll, that. we'll, we'll talk about that one. Let me tell you. Believe me. Okay. Megan Faye as a coroner. Ivan Gavira as Bajorn. Patrick Johnson as Isaac Newton. Anva Liffey as Mrs. Satry. We have Chuck Hayward as Goran. And Charlie Skeen as Craig Keller. So these uh, Benham all live like monks? They're traditionally sequestered away, yes. Hail Mary full of grace. I came to let the Drevni know how sorry I was about James. Would you tell him? Tell him yourself, Binglenza. No. I I can't go in there. I renounced my vows. I left the order. I'm unclean. He means spiritually. I know what he means. I took catechism. What? Binglenza. I know the Drevni would love to see you. How could he? You were still one of his own. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. We're, wow. again, you know, I mean, we haven't really found a format of how we do these. We just kind of talk and whatever pops out, that's what you guys get. And so. it seems like you guys like it. Yeah, so we're going to just continue going with that style. Um, first of all, what am I going to say about this episode? <laughs> you know well, what I'm gonna... No, I'm going to say... Did you like the episode? I love this episode. There we go. I love this. I was waiting for that. This is one of my favorite episodes. One of my favorite episodes. See, that's what we made right there. I love this episode. I promise you, I won't say that with all the episodes, but these last few have just been so incredible, and this is another one that I remember watching this and just totally falling in love with it. (laughs) Well, you know what? You love every single episode so far. So um, what did you like about this particular episode? I liked... Obviously, I'm a huge Matt and Kathy fan. Right. And in this episode, the relationship just it goes to a whole new level. Because now they start doing he, – I mean, he's, he's actually – Matt is becoming such a great character, and he's actually considerate. You know, he knows Kathy's a newcomer, and he ha, she has her traditions. So he's trying to find out you know, more what her erogenous zones are. He's, he's more willing to you know, bump heads as like a kiss, hello and goodbye, or – it's just he's he's willing to try those things. And before, I mean, Matt would have never have done this. Really bad. Yeah, he was never uh, would ever, have done this. Ever. And now he's actually going out of his way trying to find out how he can be closer to Kathy. George, let me ask you something. You touch a newcomer on the small of her back and bingo, fireworks, right? Mm-hmm. What else? Matt, are you dating the Tinkanese woman? I'm just curious, okay? Is it Kathy? George. I like Kathy. George. I understand. Bridge of the nose, mm-hmm. shoulder blades, mm-hmm. and we're especially sensitive on the backs of our knees. Backs of your knees? Yes. What about the, uh, you know? Humans are obsessed with genitalia. We're not. You guys are so weird. And what's nice about that, you see George actually, um, when they're having this, this ritual, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, he actually invites Kathy. Yes. Behonst to math. He, he didn't yeah. know. And so yeah. it was nice. It yeah. Was, it was good. Well, yeah, I mean, because George likes Kathy. So he's trying to hook those two up because, I mean, they are a perfect couple. And you see how excited George gets? Is it Kathy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like her, you know? And, yeah. and he's like, no, you know, I just, I just want to know. Yeah, you know? that's when, uh, when Sykes asks about the erogenous zones. Because what happens is in a previous scene, uh, Kathy and uh, Matt are dancing. 
and he just touches the lower part of her back, and you find out that it's an erogenous zone. What? Where you're touching me on my back. That's an erogenous zone. Uh. Erogenous, sexually arousing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the inside of your thigh. Oh, I, I get it, I get it. How do you know about the inside of my thigh? Um, we've been studying comparative physiology at um, UCLA. How can I teach you how to dance if I can't touch the small of your back? You can. Just a little higher. Higher. How's that? Good. Yeah, and uh, she has a little, uh, I don't know if it's an orgasm, but she definitely has... It was like touching her inner thigh, yes, is it, what it, she said. It made her very excited. Right. Um, and, and then he, she goes, you can go a little higher, and he, and he gets his back a little higher, and she goes, yeah, that's good. So <laughs> I think she, he was still at it's that... still a little sensitive Yeah, there. still a little right there. Yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, this whole, this whole episode, what's great is that it's called Three to Tango, and obviously it's about two, two guys and one woman newcomer. To have a baby, but also Matt is teaching Kathy how to dance also. Right. Which they are dancing to cha-cha, and so tango is an also a dance. So it's kind of intermixing both. Filtered, yeah. Yeah, both of those stories Intertwining everything. Because those are basically the main stories. There really isn't a lot of stuff going on other than... Religion, too, though. There well, is, only that's a that's, huge part, but that's yeah. part of the whole George story and the benign and, and Albert, which I love because Albert is one of my favorite characters. And this is his one, probably one and only episode that... Really focuses on his character. See, Kathy and Matt and Albert are his favorite characters. And, and he George, loves this episode. And George Susan. and Susan. He loves this show, period, people. He loves it. No, it is a great show. Um, so, yeah, the, the premise of this episode is George and Susan want to have another child. Which we, they talked about in the previous episode. Right. So they they were talking over. about it. So, yeah, so it's carrying over. Yeah. And, um, and they need a special technique newcomer, which is called a Benam. Yeah. And uh, it's weird because I was going, what's going on here? And then I guess what happens is Matt, uh, George supplies the sperm. Mm-hmm. And – Well, yeah. But I think what happens is, is uh, Albert, who's the Benam, fertilizes he, maybe? He, well, no. He goes and he kind of opens the, 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 the area so the sperm can reach the egg. So – because obviously they find – you find out that they're genetically different. Right. They don't have a male – Genital, you know, they're, they're the male genitals this... are slightly different. So I'm assuming he's he's called a catalyst. So it's to open up Susan and make her able to receive George's sperm. Right. So you know, so he does his thing first, which obviously only takes a minute or two, and then you know, story of my life. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. And then you know, George quickly sweeps his wife upstairs while people are still partying downstairs. To it's a big thing. It was a really big it, deal for them. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that they show it shows you like difference because in the very beginning when the banam is uh having you know i mean you don't know what's going on it's just a two tank denise people and you think you're having sex well and he says you know your husband's a very lucky man yeah and, and you're I'm thinking like, whoa well, yeah she's cheating on her husband you know yeah, you don't yeah. Know and then and then suddenly the door opens and they get blown away with a shotgun with the pepto blood yes your husband is a very lucky man are you ready Yes. Uh, what's, what's interesting is that that was their ritual. 
you know, the husband was outside waiting. He was it wasn't this big old to do. It wasn't this big party. But you can tell George and Susan they ha- they made it this huge formal thing. Right. So I mean, you know, I don't know if that's a, like a lower class, upper class type of thing. Well, did you see the room they were in? Well, the, in the very first one, yeah, it was yeah. pretty shady hotel. You know, that's, yeah. I mean, but they were they were just place. a couple trying to have a baby. Right, right, right. But so was George and Susan. But they just they're a little bit more well off. So maybe they, you know, or maybe their religion, maybe because they are the Celine and Dandarko, you know, maybe that is part of their whole tradition. Because I mean, there was a big old ceremony they had the day before where they introduced the Banam. At this time, we are honored and pleased to present the third one who has blessed us by consenting to be the binom of our next child. Bean Glenza Mantwea. It's Albert. That's what we are up to. Hey, Albert. And then they had... The actual next day, where he actually uh, made it possible for Susan to have the baby, right? And this this episode also goes back to where the population has now reached two hundred seventy one thousand. Yes, Technies. So they're saying that's an increase of eight percent in five years. Twenty one thousand. Yeah, from yeah. from five years ago. So this is Stan Gruen, Radio POV. I'm taking calls on the rise in newcomer population. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, Stan. Hello, Phyllis. What's your beef? Well, according to the Census Bureau, there are now 271,400 newcomers. That's an increase of 21,000, more than 8%, since they came here almost five years ago. Those are the figures. This supports everything we've been saying. These creatures breed faster than we do. They adapt more easily. Unless they're controlled, they will take over this planet. Phyllis, tell me, are you a purist? Yes, I am, Stan. Um, you got more people are are calling in the, the purists, purists. You know they're yeah. going to take over. They're they want, they want to sterilize the right. aliens, or they want to limit the amount of children they can have because they can breed faster. Um, so it kind of sets up the whole episode of about it's about it's about the newcomers and their procreation, right? Is what this episode bottom about. line, yeah, and and religion, I think. Well, religion plays a part of it because the Banam sector is like uh, a religious sector in. You know, humans, right? Um, you know, the, the, it's 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 their way or no way. You know, with the banam. I like. Uh, I also like how uh, when George f- was first talking to uh, Sykes, he had to invite three male oh, friends, yeah. and um, he was so excited to invite Captain Brian, um, Sergeant Dobbs, and Matt. And at first, the two guys were like, "Oh, we're going to ballet," or yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like, "Wow, really?" And then George is like, okay, and then Matt looks at those guys and goes, no, we'll be honored to be there. Gentlemen, what's this about, Francisco? Oh, by the way, uh, congratulations to you and your partner on last night's caller. Thank you, Brian. I am pleased, proud, and honored, gentlemen, to invite you to my house tonight for the presentation of the Binom. The presentation of the Binom. Yeah, we heard you. What's the presentation of the Binom? Susan and I have decided to have another child. We are inviting our friends over to meet our offspring's binom. As the ganom, I must invite three male friends who are important to the livelihood of my family. Gentlemen, I have selected you. 
That's, well, Francisco, but... I have um, brought seeds for each of you. You are to put these in your pockets for, in preparation for tonight's ceremony. Uh, really, uh, we're honored, uh, but uh, it, tonight won't work for me. I've got uh, ballet tickets. Um, yeah, um, me too. I got tickets for ballet. Oh, well, then um, we'll just reschedule for tomorrow night. Ah, uh, gee, tomorrow, uh, that won't work for me either. Well, well, let's just find a day that is good for all of us. Let's see. Uh, uh, how about... Um... Uh, what the captain's trying to say is that he, Dobbs, and I would be honored to be there tonight. Right? I mean, George is our bro at the Briss for Goldberg's kid. When uh, Mackin's daughter had her confirmation, when you, Dobbs, were married, weren't we all there? Huh? Isn't this just as important? Yeah. yeah okay, Francisco, count me in. Yeah, sure. Me too. Thank you. Susan will be so pleased. Ballet tickets. Well, yeah, because he was saying, you know, we went to Dobbs's wedding. We went we to someone's this. brisk. We went to. He's part of the. Their family, yeah, he called the bros. So you, you know, do, yeah. I mean, just because he's a newcomer and it's different to them, and it's very, you know. They're not familiar with it. Doesn't mean you don't do it, right? So it was again. This is another great stepping stone for Matt. Of course, in the next few episodes, he'll be an idiot again. But I like that about him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's only human. Yeah. So I mean, he goes he back is, and forth. He is only human. Um, but no, but I do. Again, this was a really strong episode for Matt, just showing his growth, especially towards his partner. Right. You know that he said, "No, no, we'll be there," and he like made. He made Brian and Dobbs like promise that they'll be there. And they're like, okay. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're right. I mean, he made him feel guilty. He guilted him into it. I like this episode too because you get to see a lot of Sergeant Dobbs. You get to actually see how his yeah. how he does care about Albert. Because yes. uh, Albert, um, back up a little bit. Albert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Albert. Yeah, you find out that Albert is a Banam and, uh, you know, he knows he knows the, 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 the Banam who was killed. That's how you, you're introduced. And you also find out that George is trying to talk to Albert for some reason. And we don't know at the very beginning why. Albert. George, I have thought about it. I just can't. Albert, it would mean so much to me. And to Susan. What was my George, son? please don't ask me. I am sorry, but I took a vow. I... George! I got a call from a dispatch. What's with you and Albert? It's a personal matter. Personal? Is Albert in some kind of trouble? It's between the two of us. What? Come on, George. I'm your partner. And what did dispatch say? You got a 187. Let's roll. But yes, uh, you know, after after they visit the the, the place where all the like a temple almost, yeah, kind of. where they can they kind of they kind of segregate Sanctuary, the banam, right? Yeah, because you know, there's only what was it? There's two hundred banam for yeah. hundred and seventy-five thousand females. females. That's like seven hundred. They have to have catalyzed every year. To have babies. That's why when in one scene, one he, Albert goes and says hi to one of his fellow friends, and the guy's like, "Yeah, he's exhausted. He's like exhausted." <laughs> and Matt's all, "What's wrong with that guy?" He's yeah. like, "Well, you know." Yeah. So you you find out, you know that uh, that actually it's funny is that you find out that there's probably more female than male. It's 175,000 female. Well, there's there's 250,000. Yeah, tech tech the knees. Tech the knees. Well, but maybe this is their. You know, plan. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's, I don't know. We can't. Yeah, I gotta, that's the numbers aren't right. <laughs> Doesn't add up. I Sorry. think they. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't add up. But anyways, um, so yeah. So back to what you were saying about Albert with Dobbs. Um, yeah, because he winds up quitting to go back to the the temple to become a Banam again, and uh, you see how he's missing him. 
How he's really, he's, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, in the very few episodes, very first few episodes, Dobbs like a hard ass on. Yes, you know. But and you then, always knew he kind of liked right. Him. But you really see like after man, he after he broke his glass and he tried to remake put it together it again, for him. That yeah. That and then there's this new janitor there, yeah. cleans his desk, throws his mug away, and Dobbs is just irate. Man, yes. he's like Albert. He fixed that for me. That you know. Yeah. What the hell happened to my desk? Well, it needed cleaning, so I cleaned it. Hey, hey. Nobody, nobody's to touch my desk. Well, I am the janitor. Hey, look, Albert, the guy before you, you never touch my desk. Well, that could be, but the captain, he says he wants things ship right. Where's my coffee cup? Oh, I threw the damn thing out. You threw it out? Well, it was broken. Well, Albert, he fixed it. Well, it had cracks. They filled it with germs, then you drink the coffee, and those germs go in your stomach, and you get sick. For sure. So I threw it out. He threw out my coffee cup. Albert fixed it. He threw it out. You could just see. I really liked it because it was a big episode for Dobbs. You don't see him that much, and you can see he really cares. And yes. you know, he, he likes Albert. Yes. You know, and he misses well, especially Albert. yeah when he sees Albert at the Franciscos, and he's you know that's when they introduce the Benam to everybody, and Albert comes up to him and, you know, and they all touch him on the forehead. Right. And he says, you know, I really miss you. Looking good, Albert. I miss you, Sergeant Dobbs. It's just Sergeant a really Dobbs, nice moment right. between Dobbs and Albert. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're definitely all over the place. Right now. Because, yeah, because the reason why he leaves the the precinct... I'm sorry, guys. This is... We're just popping... Things are just popping into my head. I haven't even gotten a sequential order there, but... We're not even close. <laughs> I mean, we started... There's a, there's a new... Uh, there's a new... Um, uh, uh, Caterer girl, she walks around with like a truck with like sandwiches and stuff. What's her name? Her name is Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, but they call her May. So yes, that was so May. cool, man. Mayonnaise. <laughs> so you know, some people get James Polk. He gets killed, but yeah. and she gets Mayonnaise. I mean, that's who got the raw May- of that? I know, deal, man. Mayonnaise, <laughs> but she's a very sweet girl, and Albert fancies her, and Dobbs sees this. A Tiasella. I made it strong. That's the way you like it, right? Yeah. Thanks. Albert, got those bedroom eyes, you heartbreaker yours. All this time right next to me, the galactic room, you Sergeant Dobbs, please. And then in the next scene, a few scenes down, um, she says, yes, I would love to. And Albert's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, you gave me a note saying, do you want to go to the movies? And he's like, no. And he freaks out. Makes a big scene. Th- thanks. I'd love to. What? I said I'd love to. Love to what? Go, go to the movies. You, you asked me to go to the movies. No. I didn't send this. But, but it says it. I didn't send it. It wasn't me. Oh, sorry. Hey, why didn't you go out with her, hey, Romeo? You wanted to, huh? You sent that nut, didn't you? Albert, I'm trying to help you. You shouldn't have done that, Sergeant Dobbs. You should not have done that. Because he's so, he's very socially awkward, you know. Because he's been so segregated from society, and he gave up the order so he could become a regular person. And yeah, he even says that. Yeah, you know, he goes, I, "I don't know what to do. Yeah. this is all I do. You know, yeah. this is all I've known. Yeah. I, I want to be a man." 
He just wants to be a normal. A he normal, wants a girl. Yeah, he wants a girl. That's not, all. Not seven hundred. No, he just wants one girl to love, and um, so so it adds a little, and that's what actually leads to, in part, to him leaving because he realizes he can't be normal. Right. He he is he's been so segregated from the society, he just can't be a normal person. And I think that's why Ken loves him. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're not normal. I'm not. No, normal. I love, I, I love Albert. Albert's always Albert's been one of my favorites. Feeling. Of course he is. Ken, so is Kathy, so is Matt, so is George, so is Susan. We know this. Come on. <laughs> Give me something new. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it, it just goes on with them investigating the murders of, uh, there's like four previous murders of uh, the noms that uh, had no follow-up. It was just like, because they had no money, this is according to Brian, people who have money get nice, extensive investigations. People, that people who have no money get very little, very little. Uh, investigations and these unfortunately these guys are they're like monks so they have no possessions and no money so they get no time yeah it's, just it's like kind of average... sad i mean it's it's kind of a, a social commentary about how our system works because i'm sure it's true if you have a lot of money you can they'll investigate and dna stuff and if you and i die today again yeah. no one's gonna be really, no one's gonna really do anything <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean but you got some high profile yeah. that's different right yeah, yeah. So. so it is kind of sad but it is true so again it's how they incorporate today's and that's what i like about this series is that they do incorporate like social uh our being yeah of, of what, what we are just the way of it is. society of everything yeah, yeah. So. so uh that was really cool and uh so you know albert Quits the precinct, goes back to his sect, and becomes uh, a banam again. So he can do the Susan Francisco. For George, right? Yeah, for George. Because before he said, I can't. He wouldn't do I, it. I promise that once you leave the order, you're not supposed to continue to do it. And we find out he's the banam for Emily. Yes. Oh, that's true. That, yeah, we do find out <laughs> that he's the one that uh, catalyzed Emily. For Emily. So, so he's a big like a part of their family. Yeah, yeah, he's a big yeah. part and of their family. And you always knew he was special to the Franciscos, but you didn't know why until this episode. Now we know. And now you know why he was so special. Um, yeah, so they do that. So he goes back to the order, but then he's only there for like a day. And he's like, I can't, I can't handle this. He's like, I don't want to do this. I just can't do this. He so, knows if he said he has to follow his hearts instead yes, of yes, their Yeah, I mean, they, 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 yes, yeah. But he decides that he misses his friends too much. And that he can't stay in the order. Um, and, you know, I mean, and uh, the leader, Drevny, is Drevny. really cool about it. I mean, he says, you know, you need to let the man go. But when Albert says, no, I can't, he's like, okay, no problem. But you can't practice outside. It's, yeah, it's when he says he's going to practice outside. It's when yeah. a little red flag shows Yeah, because he's like, you know, you can't. And he's like, but I've already promised the Francisco family. He already was introduced. He already, it's planned to do it that night. It's going to happen. So right? it's, he, he's like, I, I'm going to do it. Drevny. Come in, Minglenza. You are not whole. I see two of you before me, a binaum and a man. They cannot live together. You must put away the man. I'm leaving, Drevny. The battle is not over, Binglenza. I will help you. I, I miss my friends, my job. I want to live as an ordinary person to be part of the world. You are different. From this world, Bin Glenza, from the humans and from your own kind. Then I have to work harder. I, I have to learn. I want a life. You want you. What about our people? Their need for tradition, for identity. I can't live for them. Then what about Celine and Andarko, their law of the Binam? That extends to this world and it is above your wants or mine. There are some who say that the law was written by our people, 
not by Selene and Andarco. The law is Selene and Andarco. It defines us as their children. If you leave, Vincenza, that is your choice. But you must not break the law. You must not couple. Just once, Drevny. I can't allow it. I promised George. He's my friend. I'm sorry. I fear this world, what it will do to us. Sometimes I think it was better when we were slaves. We knew who we were. We knew what was right. All this freedom. What a terrible thing. And then you, you know, they already caught the bad guy. Uh, after some, yeah, just a wacko. Yeah, guy. just some purist, really hardcore purist who think he's doing this for God. And right, he's just purify the human race and blah blah blah. You know the normal wacko stuff. Who hit Isaac Newton? I don't have to answer your questions. I'm a prisoner of war. Prisoner of war? What? Uh, what war? A holy war for the purity of my species. I demand you abide by the Geneva Convention. Yeah, I got your Geneva Convention. Who the hell are you working with? Come on, Keller, it's not too late to plead bargain. Who's your accomplice? God. Get him the hell out of here. So they got him, but another one shows up dead, Isaac Newton, who they saved. That's but how it, they caught the bad guy. But, but it was a different way he got killed because the crazy guy would kick the door and 12-gauge shotgun yeah. you. Yeah. This guy actually, no no door, kick marks, nothing like yeah. that, and stab wounds. Yeah, which means that someone knew, knew somebody. Yes, because right. they obviously left them in. Right. And assume that he was going to kill him, right. and then uh, this guy used a knife. So you know, there's another suspect, which makes you believe that this crazy guy was not working alone. He was just a hired gun, and someone was feeding him these names and addresses, and he could kill him probably for money or for just the fact that. But like he's killing, but a like George was saying, no one knows who a Banam is, so it's somebody yes. that knows. Yes. Who they are? Yes. But he also says that. But then also, Michael and I recognized when they were at the temple that all the Banam. Seem to have much larger spots, like yes. like Albert. Yes, I mean they're very distinguishable, very large spots. On so there. we're wondering, maybe that's how you define them. Or that's what I'm thinking because they technically they're a third race, right? Because there's a, a female newcomer, there's a male newcomer, and then and there's then the, the Banam, you know, newcomers. So it's a third actual physical being because it is different than the other two. So Without maybe them there are no yeah, well, yes, there people. are none. Yeah, yeah. I mean they have to have them. So it made it interesting, and you know, we kept looking, and so every time we looked at a Banam that would walk by the screen, we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he has big spots. Big spots. So it, there's nothing official that says that they have to have big spots, but, I mean, I think 99% of that we saw on the screen had the big spots. Had the big spots. So I was like, well, that makes sense, because Albert always looks different. He always looks different than all the other techniques that we've right. seen, because they all have the smaller one, you know. And I know they vary, because Susan has really tiny spots. But these are like, but these are like giant. She, you know, like I mean, asteroid sized spots. Yeah, I mean, man. they're they're you know, they're, they're really big. they're really big. So, right. um, so that was a cool. And I never noticed that before in all my viewings. See that? So he learned something new today. I, yeah, every time. Yeah, every time I watch one of these episodes, <laughs> because normally I'm not. I watch it and I'm just entertained by it. I don't sit there like Michael and I. When we sit down, we watch it and we take notes and we make comments and we. We're really observant to try to catch everything we can. So you as you can tell, it. we jump all over the place because we remember. <laughs> oh, I remember this. You know, we apologize. Yeah, for yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean, we really take our time to, and I'm seeing it through new eyes, watching it over again, which always makes it more enjoyable. Um, so after that, they uh, you find out it is uh, Drevny, 
who is the bad guy, and he's the leader of the sect. And they're not supposed to leave the yeah yeah sanctuary. he yeah the Drevni's never supposed to leave, and, and he's gone. Yes, and he winds up going to kill Albert because Albert is going to continue with the Francisco, and he already made a comment about you know to the Drevni he was going to continue the Francisco's thing, so Drevni knew where to get him. Yep, we knew you know because I'm sure you know George is well known within the society because he's the first. You know, sergeants, uh, de- detective, yeah, detective. detective, yeah, yeah, newcomer. So obviously, people must know where he lives. Um, so and yeah, he's in, and he's in like a suburb, and he's yeah. in a nice suburban. He's the only one, yeah, he's the only the one. Only so. newcomer. So it's gonna be hard to find him. Yeah. What's uh, What's neat about this, George? Is he, he tells Drevny, "How can you do this? You know, this is our existence." Yeah. And- you tell the purists to kill Pinnock, and you kill them yourself. <laughs> Why? I keep the faith. This is our existence, our life. There are more important things than life. Oh, I've heard that before. You find guys like this in every religion. You don't buy their party line in your route. They burn books. Hell, they even burn people. All in the name of what they call God. Now, why is that? Out of all that love and hope, all you can come up with is hate. The Drevni is like, it goes back to the religion aspect. Yep. He goes... It's not about that, you know. And what do you mean it's not about that? It's our lives. You're you're killing us, you yeah. know, technically. And the Drevni was more. Um, I, I don't know how to say it about. Um, our, our yeah, devout, it's just about, it's about tradition. Our, there you go. That's it. Yes, tradition. it's about tradition, and you know, it's, and it's just like most religion. Right. They don't really, you know, they've 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 done it this way for so long that you don't question it anymore. Why does it matter if a banam, you know, helps a couple outside of their little group and see because technically his, a banam is meant to catalyze a female so a male can have a baby with him but see in, in drevny's mind he's not doing wrong you know oh no he's not that's what that's my point well, yeah i mean but that's, he's so well, into tradition yes you always have those hardcore religious people who believe that killing someone a heretic is a, is perfectly content is perfectly fine right you know and that happens in all societies and all religions again bring yeah, it yeah. back to our yeah so it's not today's... just a human thing it's right. an alien thing too um so yeah so i mean it was a really a really good uh you know tie-in with just the way the world runs right now uh, and this was you know 20 years ago right and it's still that way now so what does that tell you we haven't come a long way <laughs> we have not come a long way not, we're still yeah not, shady. not yeah yeah, yeah. So. um but the episode ended on a high note it ended with uh albert performing his duties and uh you know opening up susan so george could plant his seed and, and make a baby and uh, has one of my favorite scenes with uh, well, you know they're all there at the ceremony and they're you know Albert and Susan are laying at the table and they're about to do whatever they're going to do and everyone has their backs to them to them right and, and Matt kind of sneaks a peek sneaks and he says like the wide eye like, just it's incredible like, holy I, hell you want to see it <laughs> yeah you're like come on just show us yeah, the look on his face is so incredible that you're like oh I have to see what they're doing because he's just in awe of the thing. Then he looks at Kathy, and he just has this whole different look on his face. His demeanor is like, man, he, I just like you. Yes. He finally <laughs> realizes, wow. I think I like her. I think I really like her. And he does the hand to the... He does the head to the, the head. head. The head to the head. He like, does the like, hand It's like a, a pecker. Like yeah, yeah. It's like, like a, a kiss, on, kiss a cheek. on a cheek. So, yeah. So, she said, you want to go get some food? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, wait a minute. And then he grabs her close, and he, they bump foreheads. They're like temples. Right. And... Uh, she just has the look of astonishment on her face, like, like "Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did this just yeah. happened." Never you know? thought this would happen when I first met him, you know. And he says, "Let's and cha cha yeah. tomorrow." Yeah, because you know, because Kathy's a little rambunctious when she's a dancer. Yes, um, and Matt was second guessing 
teaching her. So when he, she says, you know, later, after they do their one little dance, um, you know, she says, you know, can we learn to cha-cha? And he's like, yeah, sure. You knew he wasn't going to do it. No, at that at time, all. he at wasn't going to do it. Time, right. He was like, yeah, she's too crazy. Because uh, she was, she had fun. She was rocking with the music and, you know, but she doesn't have a rhythm. So we had a hard time with that. She's like a white girl. Yeah. White girl oh, newcomer. White newcomer. That's a bad combo right there, people. <laughs> bad combo. But so in the end, uh, at the very end, he's like, you know, when after he does the whole forehead bump with her, he's like, yeah, you know, cha-cha tomorrow. And she's all smiley and they're all happy and they're making googly eyes at each other. Yeah, I see their eyes connected. And yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. It was just a really sweet moment. And then that's how the episode ends. Yeah, it ends with George and Susan run upstairs and, oh, they're you know, started <laughs> so humming. excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it started humming. It started humming. So, uh, yeah. It was overall, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. Now, it's one of my brother's favorites. What would you give it on the one, scale of 1 to 10? Well, just the title alone, you could give it a 9, 3 to 10. <laughs> no, I'd give it a solid 9. It was a good, I really liked it. I really enjoyed that episode. And see, and I would probably give it a 10. Of course. It's probably you, one, no, of, one of your No, fav- it is my whoa, favorite. Oh, 10 now. We're throwing, never heard the 10 yet. No. I've seen I 9s have, all over I the board. I have not done a 10 yet. Throughout a 10. Yeah. Wow, it's very it's, cool. I mean, it's just because it encompasses, I mean, my favorite people. With Matt and Kathy's relationship with Albert and with George right. and Susan. Yeah, it's, it's all mean, five every, of them. Six yeah, of them right all, there. all of the big people that I really enjoy, all, the, all of them have huge Big stories moments. in there, yeah. Right. So That makes sense. Yeah, it was very, very cool. Did you speak to Albert? Yes. He won't catalyze our next child. Oh, George. Albert is such a part of our family. He vowed when he left the order that he would no longer practice. He won't break that vow. No, we can't ask him to. We'll find someone. Today, I visited Albert's old order. I met the Drevny. He seems very kind. Why were you there? Abinam was murdered. Abinam? Who would do this? Why? We don't know. It's the purists. Hmm. You can't assume that. All this talk about the census, about about controlling our population. I read today that some of them want to sterilize us. If they kill the Binom, George, it's what our people have always feared. Susan, this is one murder. It's a terrible thing, but it's hardly genocide. How can you be so sure? Our people are not in danger. We will continue to flourish here, and we will have another child. All right, time for some behind the scenes. First up, we have when humans are embarrassed, our faces turn red, but for newcomers, their eyes change color. What's wrong with your eyes? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> That's how you guys blush, your eyes, they change colors? Yes. That was funny, because yeah. um, Albert's, you see him covering his eyes. Yeah, this and... is when he's talking to Dobbs, and Do- no, he this talks is... to May first. Albert does, and then Dobbs notices, and he goes up to him, oh, Charmer, you like her, and he gets embarrassed, and he starts covering his eyes, and, go re- and, and <laughs> like, Dobbs is like, on? what are you doing, and he's like, I'm embarrassed, and Dobbs, I love that Dobbs quickly picks it up, he's like, oh my god, you guys, your eyes change color, color you get embarrassed, blush, right. you get embarrassed. You know, yeah, and so that was a, that was a really cool, uh, just another little facet of the newcomers that we find out. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. I like it. This episode was one of the highest rated episodes of a series. It was. That's why it's a ten. It for is you. a ten for me. But the, <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, I was reading up on this, and it's you know, the network wanted kind of like a sexy. That's what I was going to say too. It's, yes, it's a really provocative. Type oh, extremely. Of episode. They don't show anything, but the fact that two guys 
and a girl. But you can put it in human. Yeah, you can put it. Like, yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about that really uh, with Matt's stereotypical, you know, male chauvinistic comments. Yeah, he was all, he's like, about, George, you sure about yeah, another guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About another guy yeah, banging your, your woman and blah, blah, blah. Oh, And then you find out Albert did it and he's like, oh my God, Albert and Susan had sex? And he's just blown away. And George is like, you know, it's not like that. And I like the way they, they twisted it and tried to make it, you know, our perception is, that's the only perception we have. That's because we're human and we have, we're the human race and, you know, it's normally one man, one woman and anything outside of that is a little bit off kilter. Right. You know, so when there's two guys and a girl, but for the society... That's how they survive. That's perfectly normal for them. That's what they, yeah. That's, that's what they, just the way they are. And for us, we're like, but whoa. for us, we're like, whoa, two guys and a girl. That's oh, you someone's know. banging yeah. your wife. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah. Gee, so it was just, it was, it was, it was truthful, and it was along with Matt's character. I wasn't mad at him for doing it because he's that's being just the human. way he is. He's being human, though. Yes. What... On top of that, that's just the way Matt is. Um, but it was just really cool to see two different cultures and Matt having to understand, and he finally comes to the realization. You know, at the end, that oh wow, this is just the way they yeah, are. Yeah, puts this everything the together. Way they do fine. It. It's like this is it. Yeah, this, this is, is their life. This is how they are. This you know, I am not one to judge someone who's. This is just the way they. I just like that. I like that. It's just it's different than our society. Right. It makes you think. It's like wow, you know, why do we judge people? You know, especially aliens because they are different. We don't. Yeah. They, they're not nothing like us. Other than they have two hands or two arms and two legs, and but we walk perceive upright. them as to be. But we, because they look so closely like us, us yeah, they're like, like, well, obviously they're. Well, the same. The same goes with that, the right. you know erogenous zones. You know, Matt's like, oh, how about the genitalia? And George is like, that to us is nothing. Nothing. You know, you know, right the bat, the biggest ones right behind the back. Yeah, side like of the, the back knee. side of the knee and the bridge of the nose <laughs> and the lower and back. The lower back. Those are the women. You know, right. those are the erogenous. And Matt's face is like, what the? Yeah, is this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can see why it could be a high, the highest rated episode, one of the highest rated, because of the, I want to say, not the daringness, but the... Oh, no, you know, I think it is you know, because yeah, of the, you know what I mean? They, it's because of the controversy. They right. knew when they wrote this, and that, you know, you're reading the little blurb, and it said, you know, two two guys and a girl. Like, oh, it, That's going to sell. <laughs> yeah, and, they, know? And, and they did it. And it did. I mean, the let alone, it was a great episode, and it deserves to be the highest rated, because it is one of my favorites of the entire series. <laughs> I can't say that enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but it was the highest rated episode of the, of the series, which I think was fantastic because it, it really shows off the best qualities of what alienation is. So if, I, if more people saw that, that's great. If that's the episode they remember, that's great. That's great because it that that is an episode, episode that I would love them to remember because yep. it was such a good episode. Yep. Hey, George, George, can you talk to Albert for me? He won't listen to me. Maybe he'll Hello. listen to you. See, I was trying to set him up. Set him up? <laughs> with, the, with the sandwich girl? And I'd expect them to take it so so seriously. You have to understand Albert's background. He's been very sheltered. I know, but to quit his job. Quit. Albert's quitting. It was wrong for me to leave the monastery and going back. Why? I don't belong here. I wanted a life like everyone else, but I am different. I'll never be what they call a regular guy. Regular guy? A guy with a girl. I've coupled thousands of times, but I have no girl. I can't even talk to them. I'm a freak. I don't belong here. There is good in this. Tell Susan I will be the benam of your child. So here's a couple uh, names we found in uh, this last episode. We got James Polk was our 11th president of the United States from 1845 
1849. That's right. And my, you knew that instantly. I don't remember I that name. Because I, I wasn't on my initial list. And Mike's like, oh, James Bolt. He was president. our president. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, good. I'll write, write that down. down. <laughs> uh, the other one is obvious is Isaac Newton. He was an English physicist, mathematician, astronomer, natural philosopher, alchemist, and theologian who had been considered by many to be the greatest and most influential scientist who ever lived. Newton described universal gravitation and the three laws of motion, which dominated the scientific views of the physical universe for the next three centuries. Thank God you did that one. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I would have butchered the crap out of it. Just saying. So I'm glad I got James Polk. Thank you very much. Oh, we can't forget. We forgot one no, more. No, I didn't, I didn't forget. We're not done yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, of course, we can't forget Miss May. That's right. <laughs> I love it on sandwiches. Miracle Whip is my favorite. Miracle Whip favorite, is my favorite. My yeah. favorite. You know, I, that's not mayonnaise. It but. is technically. I don't, I'm not best food. That stuff's garbage. <laughs> but, yes, I love that. We could talk about mayonnaise all day. Thank God you brought that up, Ken, because I was going... Can't forget mayonnaise. Can't forget mayonnaise. It's Love good that. on salad dressing and it's good in sandwiches. <laughs> Captain Grazer. Yes. As the head of George's workplace, you have an honored position here. Oh, really? Hi. Hello? Welcome. So, what do you want me to do? You wash the banana's feet. What? Albert. You wash Albert's feet. His. What? It's better if you kneel. Isn't it beautiful? I've never seen anything so beautiful in my life. All right, you can find Alienation Podcasts all over the internet. We have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Alienation Podcast. You also can reach us at Twitter at Alienation Cast. Yes, and you can do my personal Twitter at GeekyFanboy. You can do my personal Twitter at MasterJedi1975. That's right. So uh, drop us a line, follow us, and say hi to us. We also have a website, which is AlienationPodcast.com. You can go there. You can find all our show notes, uh, anything, plot descriptions. I mean, I put almost everything on there. So definitely check it out. So we're not hiding anything. Stop by and leave us a comment. Yes, comments. If you have any thoughts on this episode or you just want to drop us a line or... Yeah, we love getting comments from people. You know, you can reach us at uh, alienationpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we love getting stuff. So if you guys want to send us we're starting. We're starting to see it. I've, I've seen... Uh, I got it. We have a question. We, we definitely have... Yeah, we've been getting uh, comments on our Facebook page. Yep. And we're getting tweets and... So it's fun. It's fun to see uh, so we're very, our listener audience growing. So, And I'm very happy that you guys are listening because we enjoy doing it. I mean, <laughs> my brother it. really we enjoys would do, it. We would do it regardless. If, if nobody is had, listening. Yeah. I mean, even if we had our 10 listeners, we would do it. But our numbers have been steadily growing uh, every podcast. And it's just so good that word's getting out there that there is an alienation podcast. And the old school fans are finding it and uh, really enjoying it. So, uh, But speaking of reviews... We uh, on iTunes, you can leave us reviews, and if you leave us a review there, that actually throws us into charts. And I just want to let everyone know that we are getting your guys' emails, uh, they're fantastic. We get some really great, uh, really comprehensive uh, comments about episodes, or they're asking us questions why didn't we cover this? Why didn't we cover that? Um, we plan on doing a special, like a fan email type of uh, 
uh, podcast. So what we'll do is we'll read all the questions. We'll try to answer, answer all the all questions. Them. We'll read all your comments, you know, what you like, what you don't like about Alienation, the podcast, all that fun stuff. Uh, but we'll be doing one of those pretty soon. It's just things are – both of our lives are really crazy. And uh, we're actually recording this on the 9th. We're actually recording this on the 9th of September, and this will be out on the 10th of September. Which this is tomorrow. Is, this is the closest we've ever recorded these podcasts, and we barely had time to do this. But we definitely are getting your comments, and we love getting them, so please continue sending them. Uh, they are fantastic, and we will go – eventually, we will do a like a, a special fan podcast where we will read all your guys' comments on the air, and then we will talk about them. So We have not forgot about you. We have not, so we really appreciate keep, it. Keep them coming please, in. Please, yeah, please continue to send emails to us. Please continue liking our Facebook page. Please follow us on Twitter, all that fun stuff. So, um, great. All right, well, that's going to do it for Episode 9, 3 to Tango. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed reviewing it. And as we normally do, we end our podcast with, uh, but before we go, always remember, and then my brother would come up with something witty and funny. And uh, unfortunately, we did record that, but it did not record for some reason, and I can't find a piece of audio anywhere. And I am editing this at the last minute, so I can't get my brother to re-record it. So unfortunately, we're not going to be able to end with that. I can say it was funny. It was, um, he said, uh, Albert's favorite condiment is mayonnaise. So uh, obviously it's funnier when he says it and I set him up for it. Didn't quite work out that way, but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast and we look forward to discussing episode 10 with you guys next time. So for my brother Michael, I'm Kenny. Take care. <laughs> Or as my human friends would say, eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> Albert. Oh, thank you. Just like an Irish wedding. <laughs> Are you hungry? Yeah. Would you like something to eat? Tomorrow night, cha cha cha. Hi, my name's Kenny, and I'm a fanboy. Do you like Star Trek, Star Wars, Harry Potter? Do you consider yourself a brown coat or a twihard? Are you into cosplaying, LARPing, a furry? Can you speak Klingon or Elvish? Can you name all the doctors and their companions? you just love football or can't get enough of your favorite music group? Then this podcast is for you, Confessions of a Fanboy. Each episode, I sit down with a fanboy or fangirl and discuss their fandom and how it affects their daily lives. Be it geeky, sporty, or musical, fandoms can span a wide range of people. So come subscribe to Confessions of a Fanboy on iTunes. Or visit us online at confessionsofafanboypodcast.com and take a listen to fellow fans talk about the love for their fandom. It's been called the best sci-fi fandom documentary since Trekkies. Four stars, says Brian Orndorff of DVDtalk.com. Costume, gaming, comics, collecting, and everything else in between. If you're a fanboy, you've gotta see Pegwarmers. The geeks shall inherit the earth. 
Well, there's still the stereotype out there that we're a bunch of geeks who live in our parents' basements. 35-year-old living in the mom's basement, yes. Uh, that's the typical stereotype. I'm in my mid-30s and I still read comics and I tell people that I read comics and they look at me sideways. You know, I don't volunteer that I played D&D because, you know, people do sometimes look at you like, hmm. Today I'm dressed up as a Jedi Knight. Jedi Knights are the uh, guardians of peace and justice and uh, in a time like this I think we need uh, more of them. A lot of us are geeks who live in our parents' basements, but, you know, we're harmless. We don't walk around with uh, propellers on top of our hats. It's not really anything to be ashamed about. Yes, I make lightsabers in my basement. I don't care who knows. We do it because we like it, not as much as because somebody else likes it. If they want to have fun, dress up as a Klingon, why not? You, know? you may think I'm a geek or a loser, but I'm having fun at it. It's, it's what makes me happy, and I, you know, I, I could be spending my money on crack. Ordinary, common, average, run-of-the-mill, these are synonyms for, for normal. Who the hell wants to be average? I know that I'm a loser, I know that I'm a geek, but it makes me happy. <laughs> hey, Warmers! Hey, Warmers! The geeks shall inherit the earth. Now available on DVD at www.pegwarmers.tv. So, Ghost Infected Frank, he passed it on to the other guys, and I got it from his corpse. Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep? For a little while. Previously on Heroes. You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, Matt? I'm not an aggressive person, but... Ugh, man, there's just way too much on all I these like channels. Things, but only in-game. Everybody lives, Rose. Just this one! In your dreams, Natloaf! Bite my shiny metal hat. Sometimes I get, I get vision. Walter, what are you doing? What you learn? I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching. There is. What? Who? What was that? Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television. Where is that coming from? With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science fiction and fantasy television. How did you get into my house? Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brent each week for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. No, seriously. How did you get into my house? Alien Nation, the newcomer's podcast, is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. The Order's leader looks upon his... The Order... God, Jesus, my eyes are watering. Sykes and Kathy move a bit closer to... Sykes and Kathy move a bit closer to a true reunion. Reunion. Uh, stars in this episode. First on, we have Tirit Afni Liffy as Af Adva Adva God. Okay. 